0: Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janais. hey y'all welcome to this week's episode i am super super excited like when i tell y'all i have been waiting literally all week to record this um episode i've literally been waiting all week like this episode you might as well go ahead and grab your glass of wine if you don't drink you may want to get you a cup of coffee if you don't drink coffee you may want to get you some juice or just some water honey because after today's episode you are going to get your entire life like When I say you're going to get your life today, honey, you're going to get your life. We're going to get our lives together. Um, And what's so special about today's episode is every episode, I always seek God and ask him what I want him to talk about or what he wants me to talk about, right? But this particular episode is coming after I've gotten off of a week-long fast, right? And so God downloaded so much stuff into me. And so this is what I'm about to download into y'all. So grab your journal, grab your notebook, grab a pen, a pencil, your glass of wine, your cup of coffee, your juice, your water, whatever, because sis, we're about to get our lives together. Um, so let's just jump right into this week's episode. I am super excited. Um, it's a new month. So happy May to everybody. Not only is it a new month, but it is the a new quarter, right? So if you did not hit some of your goals for the first quarter, now is your time to go even harder. And after today's episode, I'm pretty sure you're going to want to go a little bit harder. So, um, you're probably looking at the title. Um, I knew what the title of the, today's episode was going to be back on Tuesday. I wasn't, well, last Tuesday. Um, I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to be talking about, but God gave me the title for today's episode on last Tuesday. And so it's, don't play with me, bro okay and so you may be thinking i'm talking about a little like literally a man or a boy or what have you but no i'm a, we gonna get to where i got the title from so um let's start off with the lesson of the week okay um and so i'm not gonna go into full details because you know i do have a job oh god yeah i just found one of my lashes stuck to my robe anyway so um last week while I was fasting you know putting away food to replace that time with spending time with God and focusing on God and just kind of allowing him to get me realigned and centered on him um I was tried like really tried so one of my students went home early on a particular day um and when she went home, well, first of all, she was signed out. She came back, got her book bag, and was like, "Miss Green, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going home." Right? Okay. That was into that. So the next day, she comes into class and she's like, literally giving me her butt to kiss. Like, she's not answering. Anything that I'm asking her, um, her attitude is awful. When I tell her I'm going to call her mama, she's shrugging her shoulders. And this is unlike this student, right? So fast forward, I find out that a student from my second class, so these two students are not even in the same class, went home or went to this particular student's house and told that student's mother that I called her stupid. Right? And so the mother told her child to basically not do anything that I told her to do. Just go in class, sit in there, don't do anything, don't say anything, just basically just be a warm body in the classroom, right? Now once I found this out, you know, I was told not to say anything. But I had to ask my student, like, do you really believe that Miss Green will call you stupid? You know, like I can be petty, but I would never ever 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 call one of my students stupid or anything that's that demeaning um I wouldn't call them that nor would I say that in front of a bunch of other students for other students to go back and tell them what I said that that's just not me right and so what I kept telling her was you so what the student that believed it about me, or who allowed their mother to believe it about me. I said, you know what hurts my feeling is that my feelings is that you did not stand up for Ms. Green. You know what I'm saying? Like I do a lot for my students. I go above and beyond what my job description is because I love my babies. And I told her, I said, what hurts me the most is that you did not stick stick up for me. Not only did you not stick up for me, you really sat there and t- believed, or tried to make yourself believe that I would call you something so demeaning and you allowed your mother to think that I would call you that right and then when I got to my other student who actually told the lie I was like you you play with my character like Miss Green may joke around she may laugh whatever she may be cool she may be the best teacher ever but what she don't play with is her character Right? And I was heated. Like, I was heated. I was hurt. My feelings were hurt because I do so much for my kids. Like, so much. Like, if I went down the whole list of things that I do for my kids and I don't say anything about it to my principal or to other teachers because... I, do, I, I just do things from the kinds of my heart. And so I don't have to get an award. I don't have to get spotlighted. Or, you know, I don't have to have an applause for it. But if I literally went through everything that I do for my kids outside of teaching them, baby, a lot of those babies could be claimed on my taxes. Okay? And so that's why it hurt my feelings so much that, once one, that the student would allow her mother to think that. And two, that she would actually... She would actually believe that I would say something like that about her, and so that's where my lesson of the week comes. Um, and I also told the student, so "I said, don't play with me, bro." So that also is a part of the title coming into play. But when I got home that, when I got home that afternoon or that evening, right, I went into prayer because again I was fasting. I didn't want to be fasting with any ill. Feelings in my heart, you know what I'm saying? And so as I begin to pray, God asked me, could I, how, how did he say it? Can God back up your character? If somebody was to say that you did this or you did that, would it be easy to believe them? Or would God be able to say, no, my daughter didn't do that? Basically, it's like, are you living the life that is pleasing to God in a way that he can stand up for your character yes we made mistakes yes we fall short but can God stick up or cannot stick up but can he back up your character right and so when God asked me that it was like dang like even though I was mad and I was hurt it definitely was a lesson to me like there are things you know I'm far from perfect but that moment when God asked me can I back up your character When I take you to the next level, are are there things that you shouldn't be doing that you're going to be doing? Like, can I back up your character, right? And if the answer is no, then there are some things that you're going to have to ask God to reveal to you that you need to change, right? And so that was my lesson of the week. I need to make sure that I'm in a position and in the posture where God can back up my character. Does that mean I'm going to be perfect? No. But it also means that, it does mean that I need to be a woman of God that is a woman of integrity, right? So, that's my lesson of the week. Now, let's get into this week's episode. <laughs> so, while I was fasting, I, God laid it on my heart to study Jonah, right? And we all know Jonah to be the well, I mean, the the man that was in the well for a certain amount of days or whatever, he got that out or whatever and so i never understood why like i always knew jonah was the man who was in the well but i never understood why he was put in the well in the first place like how did he get swallowed by a whole well then why did he get spit back out like or spat back out like how did that work and so god revealed to me in a dream that i needed to study jonah right and so when i tell you that during my fast i studied the book of jonah and i'm not about to go you know into details about um the book of Jonah because that'll be a great thing for you to study for yourselves but I'm gonna tell you the one thing that I got from each chapter and how it allowed me to get to today's episode okay because I want to get to the good stuff so Jonah in chapter one um God gives him a some directions all right what's the word i'm looking for god gives him some instructions that's the better word god gives him some instructions right but what does jonah do he runs from him god tells him to do one thing jonah doesn't he gets scared so he runs in the opposite direction okay so how did jonah end up in the well because when he ran from god god threw him in the well right So in chapter two, you see that Jonah is caught up in the well and it's like a dark place or whatever. And this question came to mind. Could you be in the dark place because of the fact that let me get to my notes? Um, first of all, how many people are in your life? Hold Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Sorry, sorry 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 okay so the first thing is how many of us are fleeing from god how many of us have god told us to do something and we're fleeing from it whether he told us to start a business whether he told us to cut somebody off, whether he told us to stop doing something how many of us have been trying to flee from god but the thing about god is we can run but we can't hide and no matter how many times you run you always gonna run back into god right and so my pastor today he said something you know i record on sundays he said something at church he said how many of us has god been calling but we keep sending him the voicemail how many of us are has god been calling and he sends us a voicemail we send him the voicemail and when he's leaving us voice messages like you know you gotta call it on your life right you know you need to stop doing that right You know I have better plans for you, right? But you're settling right now. How many of us are running from God? Excuse me. How many of us are running from the purpose that he has for us? How many of us are trying to run from the gift that's inside of us that he placed inside of us so that we could use it to glorify his name? How many of us? Because I know I've been one, right? And what Jonah was trying to do was hide from God. That's why he was running, we can't hide from God. We can try, we can run, but we can't hide from him, okay? And so the people on the boat, so Jonah gets on this boat to try to or this ship to try to run away from God, right? And so the people, they were like they told him like we know you're running from God because you already told us, right? But they allowed him to go with them anyway. So my second question is, how many people are in your life that are allowing you to run away from God? That means you need to check your circle. If they know that you are not walking in full, your full fullest potential or you're not using your purpose, I mean, you're not using your gifts to your fullest potential, you may want to check your circle. Because at this time in your life, in this season in your life, you can't afford people who are going to allow you to slack up, who are going to allow you to run from what God wants you to do or what God has for you. And you can't afford to be around people who support that mess right and so what happens to the bin on the boat with jonah on it the the storm comes right and so the boat starts to rock and shake and basically they like you know we gotta throw you overboard Shorty, because we don't got time for this so they throw jonah overboard jonah gets swallowed by a whale and he's in this well right so it's dark in the well you could imagine being in the well I mean I couldn't imagine but imagine being in a dark room right so my next question is could it be that you are in a dark place because you are trying to run from God and now God is trying to get your attention so that you can return to him and so that you can finally give him a yes. Yes, God, I will use the gift that you have placed inside of me. Yes, God, I will walk in purpose. Yes, God, I will stop playing these games with you and myself and get to work. Could it be that you're in that dark place? Because once Jonah told God yes, that's when he was the that's when the whale spit him out could you be in your dark season because god is waiting for you to give him a yes god doesn't want to hurt you god isn't angry at you but could you be in a dark place and you can't see what's next because god is trying to get your attention god is trying to get you alone so that he can get a yes from you all god wants is a heart all he wants us to do is surrender to him right that's all he wants us to do so you need to evaluate that and then the third thing that I learned from Jonah is that once Jonah gave him, gave God his yes he was released from the well right and so then Jonah still has to go do what God told him to do and basically his, obe- or his obedience saves a group of people could it be that you have not Or you have yet to stop and think that what you carry on the inside of you is going to save somebody's life? Could it be that if I would have not started this podcast that somebody would have gave up a whole year ago? Could it be that if I would have not started this podcast, somebody would have stayed in an abusive relationship or somebody would have... Um, try to go through a season of depression by themselves. Like, what? What if the calling on your life? What if the gift that you have inside of you? What if your purpose is what is going to save people? Because at the end of the day, your calling and your purpose and your life is bigger than you. It's so much bigger than you. It's so much bigger than you. It's so much bigger than me. It's so much bigger than me. So, the reason why I called this episode, Don't Play With Me, Bruh, is because, one, that's one of my favorite sayings. Everybody already knows that's one of my sayings. Like, every time somebody's trying to play with me, like, don't play with me, bruh. Like, if somebody's trying to cut me off in traffic, don't play with me, bruh. Like, that is my saying. So, now, this is me not speaking to you as a person, but as a as a person who's carrying a gift that's playing with me right so don't play with me bro first thing I need you to know is that when you have a calling on your life you have to move differently let me be clear I am not perfect okay I do not do everything the way that I'm supposed to all the time I do not die every I, I do not cross every T Right? Yes, I twerk a little bit, but you'll never see a twerking video of me on Instagram or Snapchat. Why? Because I gotta move differently. Bingo. So let me tell you, I'm sorry. Now it's coming back to me. So another thing that happened where God like started pouring to me while I was pouring to somebody else. One of my students got in trouble. He's not my student anymore. He's in fifth grade, but he was my student last year. And so the assistant principal brought him to me so that I could kind of talk to him, right? and so i was like i asked him what happened he said that one of the boys like put his hands on like pushed him or something like that so he pushed him back and he was the only one who got in trouble and so what i told him i said you are in beta club you have the high, one of the highest reading levels in the entire school you're going it's without a doubt that if you stay on this track you are going to go to a very good college Measuring in something really major or big and you're gonna be making coins when you get older because that's how smart this child is and i told him i said you have to move differently i said you had to move differently bruh because that's how i talk to my boys so you gotta move differently bruh they don't care because they're they don't care about their grades so what makes you think that they care about getting in trouble when you're different like that you gotta move differently And so, as I was telling him that he had to move differently, that he can't respond and react to things the way that everybody else can because he has too much to lose, God started telling me the same thing. Sis, you got to move differently. So, going back to the twerking thing, yes, I be twerking with my friends sometimes if our song come on just to play around, but you'll never see that on Snapchat. You'll never see that on Instagram. Why? Because I got to move differently. You got to move differently. I can't entertain every fine man i was about to say another word every fine man that say they want to talk to me why because i gotta move differently and i know that every man cannot handle the calmness on my life right i can't be friends with everybody i can't hang with everybody i can't go anywhere why because i gotta move differently so stop playing with me bruh if you really think that you can move like everybody else when god has called you to be set apart And just for for the record, bruh is unisex. So, I know I'm talking to some women, but I always say, bruh, stop playing with me. Stop playing with yourself. Stop playing with God. Stop playing with your gift. You have to move differently. And another thing, other people can give up. Because their stuff is worldly. They have worldly assignments, right? So they it's easy for them to just throw in the towel. But you got to move differently. You have to know that the enemy is going to try to come against everything that God told you to do. Why? Because he knows that there are lives that are attached to you walking in purpose. He knows that there are lives attached to you doing everything that God has called you to do. He knows that there are lives and people and other people's purposes attached to you being obedient. You gotta move differently. You have to walk like your mark. I was listening to Pastor Mike Todd the other day, and he was he has finally um he last year he preached at Elevation Church in Charlotte and he did a sermon called Mark. But now he's actually making the Mark sermon into a series, right? And I and God told me as I was in prayer last week that Jessica, you have to walk like your mark. Stop trying to walk like everybody else. Walk like you're a mark. And this Pastor Sims said today at church, he said, you have to be it before you become it. You have to be it before you become it. So if you want to be that business owner, you need to start walking like you're a business owner. If you want to be a wife, you need to start acting like a wife. A wife don't entertain everybody that show her attention. Period. You want to be a... A boss, you gotta start acting like a boss. Period. Like you, you have to walk like your mark. You have to be it before you are it. Stop playing, bro. And I'm saying this out of love because I have been in a place where I play with God. I play with my purpose. I said I was going to do this. I said I was going to do that. And I just kept putting it on the back burner. I kept putting it on the back burner. But when I tell you with this podcast, God wouldn't allow me to play with this podcast. Because I kept putting this podcast off for months and for months. But when I tell y'all the testimonies that I get from people, from women who listen to this podcast... Who have started their own businesses. Who have had breakthroughs spiritually, mentally, financially, emotionally. Are you kidding me? We don't have time to play. God told me that when I start walking like I'm marked, I'll start attracting the things for the marked me. Right now, I've been walking and you've probably been walking like you're not marked. Like, God don't really have no calling on my life. God don't really have nothing, you know, special for me. But God told me, Jessica, when you start walking and acting and talking like you're marked, that's when you'll start to attract the things that are for marked you. Because right now, I'm not sending the things that are for marked you when you're acting unmarked. Stop playing with bro. And another thing, you have to realize that it's okay to be too good for people. It's not me that is too good for people. It's my calling that's too good for people. I can't be with everybody. I can't hang around everybody. You cannot hang around everybody. You cannot do everything. And I know I keep saying this because I feel like a lot of people are out there feeling like they're missing out because they're choosing to be set apart. Trust me, baby. Trust me. Trust me. You're not missing out. A guy try to talk to you and you know for a fact he can't handle the calling on your life, and you know for a fact he's not the one for you. Sorry, baby. I'm too good for you. People used to make you feel bad for me and too good for people. Now I'm the devil is a liar. No, I'm too good for you. It's not me that's too good for you, it's your calling. There's a scripture in the Bible that says live a life that's according to the purpose on your life, honey. And you trying to get with me. I'm flattered, but I'm too good for you. My purpose is too heavy for you. My gift is too heavy for you. You can't be friends with everybody because your gift is too heavy. I really wish we could understand the weight that we're carrying. I really wish that we could all, all, we could all, we could all understand the weight that we carry. The other week, I had a dream that I was pregnant. And I've had dreams about pregnancy before, but in this dream, I was pregnant, like to the point where I could see my stomach. And it wasn't until my fast that God told me this I'm carrying something and I'm about to give birth, but this is the time to prepare. I'm pregnant. How will I prepare for what God is about to birth? You know, when women are pregnant, they got to take their prenatal vitamins. They got to go to doctor checkups. They got to make sure that they're doing this, they're doing that. They have to prepare for their baby. They know a baby is coming, so they prepare. Are you preparing for what's coming next? You say you want to be a boss, but you don't do nothing to be a boss. You say you want to own your own business, but you don't work on nothing. Business plan. You say you wanna um I don't know get a husband, but you entertain every Tom Dick and Harrydale. tell you, you pretty. You say you wanna be a wife, but you on Snapchat and Instagram twerking your life away and showing all parts of your body. And don't get me wrong, I'm not judging anybody, but I know that the women that are called to this podcast. Have a calling on their life. I know that the women that are called to this podcast are like my little sisters. And so I'm not about to allow, I'm not gonna allow y'all to play with yourselves like that. I'm not. Stop playing with me, bro. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with yourself. Stop playing with your gift. And I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm not trying to, Um, I'm, this is all from a place of love because we have got to stop. The enemy is mad, y'all. He is stupid mad. That we're not playing these games no more. That we're walking in confidence and that we're walking in boldness. That's that's nothing. When I was fasting this week, God gave me my confidence back. And let me tell you how the enemy works. So, I have three major announcements that I'll probably share with y'all on next week's episode. And while I was planning for one of the things that I'm going to be doing, um, I got a text from this number. And it was a picture of me Back when I was in college, clearly I was gone, like wasted and gone, right? Why do they still have this picture? She said she was cleaning out her phone. Okay, I need you to delete that picture, sis. But the point is that here I am working on something that God told me to do. Right, this is marked me trying to move in purpose, trying to use my gift, and trying to, you know, do what God told me to do. And here goes the enemy sending me a picture from my past, right? And so, part of me wanted to be like, wanted to just close my laptop, not working on it anymore. Like, who would ever take me serious? Because there are people who still remember me when I used to be this girl who used to be turned up every other weekend or probably every weekend who used to be the girl who used to get stupid drunk and who used to you know just do dumb stuff right but then Mark Me had to step in and say, Can't no devil try to throw anything from my past in my face. Why? Because I use my past to power my purpose. See, that's the difference. When you when you move differently, when you're set apart, sis, can't nobody use your past to hurt you. Why? Because God is already using it for my good. Because that same picture, I probably will share with you how one day, just to show you how good God is. Because there was a time when I used to use my body, right to get some type of void fulfillment there was a time when i used to be in places that i knew i shouldn't have been in but just because it left me feeling this high like i was on top of the world i still will go but see when you use your past to power your purpose can't nobody use your past against you right right because everybody knows majority of the things that happened in my past of course you may not know details but you know I was a hot mess you know I used to get stupid drunk you know I used to use my body other than to glorify God right you know that I had my heart broken like crazy broken and you know that I used to be like just a whole nother different type of girl because i'm a woman now but see what the enemy really thought he was about to do was make me lose focus on the mark me because when but when you're a mark sis you gotta move differently when you're a mark you gotta keep moving the enemy does not want you to keep going he wants you to throw in the towel and let me say this again for somebody in the back can't nobody use your past against you when you use your past to purpose your power your purpose because I feel like there are some of you who want to do what God has told you to do. They, that you want to move in purpose. That you want to use your gift. But the enemy keeps reminding you of what you used to do. Your past. Right? My past ain't pretty. And it's, my past is a lot more current than most people think. But let me tell you something. Can't nobody ever use a past to shame you. That a God, that our God, uses to elevate you. Jesus. Jesus. Right? Because if I wouldn't have not done all the things that I've done, been through what I've been through as a female, I would never be able to sit on this podcast and connect with so many women. Cause my pastor from back at home always tells us you can't preach where you don't what you don't know. Or you can't preach where you don't go and you can't teach what you don't know but please let me tell you to stop playing with yourself bruh tell the enemy to stop playing with me bruh you have too much in you there are people that are waiting for you to do what god has told you to do if it's to become a hairstylist sis be a hairstylist if it's to open up a i don't know a, a lash company open up a lash company you don't know who you lives you could make better or change or help them feel beautiful or bring them out from low self-esteem by just you selling them lashes like whatever it is everything that god tells you do is not going to always look the same as somebody else's so just because because a lot of people think oh if god wants to use me that means that i gotta be like sarah jace or you know i'm saying i gotta be like jessica and be speaking encouragement all the time no that's the thing about being set apart god you have something for you to do but if you think the enemy is gonna just let you walk in purpose and be happy and just do it so easily without throwing distractions in your way without trying to discourage you you got a whole nother thing coming sis a whole nother thing coming sis a whole nother thing don't be like jonah don't run a lot of times we're running from god and from purpose because of what we've done in our past right but jonah then found himself in a season where well it was really just three days but he found himself inside of a well which represents like a dark area because god wanted to get him his attention god just wanted a yes y'all know how many times i messed up since i told god yes that he could use me because distractions are real and the enemy doesn't want me to continue to press forward and to push forward but i declare and decree that the season of procrastination is about to end that the season of where we just throw in the towel because things get rough or we don't feel like doing something the devil is a damn liar excuse my french bounce tired of him i had told y'all oh that was real country i told y'all at the beginning of the school year no it was not school year sorry y'all not my students i told y'all at the beginning of the year that we was dog walking the devil right but i see people throwing in the towel i see people giving up because they don't feel like you forget your feelings press into god and when you don't feel like doing nothing that's when you need to go harder that's when you need to fast but don't whatever you do don't give up there are people depending on you to do whatever God told you to do. So let me let me leave you with these points again. The first one is, what's well, the question? Can God back up your character? Is there something in your life that you need to let go of? Is it a habit that you would be ashamed of if like the spotlight was on it? Right? If that makes sense. Can God back up your character? If somebody try to come up against you, could God back up your character? Because there will be people that try to come up against you, especially the deeper you go into purpose. The second thing is, you have to start walking like your mark. You have to be it before you are it, which means you have to move differently. I can't do everything that everybody else do, and it sucks. I'm not even gonna lie, it sucks sometimes it sucks being at home by myself just me and Netflix or excuse me Netflix and I why but I can't I just can't be around everybody everybody can't have access to me I have a core of friends a core of friends who get to see every piece of me Well, not every piece of me, but more pieces of me than everybody else gets to see. My family, and then my core group of friends. Why? Everybody can't have access to me in this season. Everybody shouldn't be having access to you in this season. Why? Because I got to move differently. You have to move differently. We have to move differently. I can't post everything that I do on social media. Why? Because I got to move differently. That doesn't mean that you know I'm living a different life, because I promise you, everything that y'all see is what y'all get. Right? But when you have a calling on your life, you got to move differently. You just got to move differently. And God told me that when I start walking like I'm marked, I'll start attracting the things that are for the marked me. Could it be that the things that you want right now for the marked you, but you're still walking as if you're unmarked? So when you start walking and talking and acting and carry yourself like you're marked, that's when you'll start attracting the, attracting the things that you want to see. Um, I have really been in the journey of trying to to be it before I am it, looking like it before I actually become it. God willing, I want to be the woman that hosts women's conferences and travels the world to speak to women and pour into women. But I got I can't look like I'm a city girl. <laughs> I'm a county girl, okay? I can't look, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to start looking the part. So, I had to cut my nails down. And at first, I was, I blamed it on the job. That my little part-time job that I have. I blamed it on them. And then I was like, wait a minute. I actually look kind of grown right now. And then I started to say, okay, God, I see what you're doing. Because if it wasn't for this part-time job, I would have, my nails would have been from here to Mexico. But, God, I see what you're doing. You're preparing me to become the woman that's marked i'm already marked but i've been moving my mindset has had me moving like i'm unmarked and the last thing it's okay to say you're too good for people not in a way that oh i'm too good to talk to you because you're beneath me peasant no i'm too good to deal with you because you can't handle my calling i'm my gift is too heavy my gift is too heavy for you sweetie and you just i'm just too good for you and it's not me it's not you it's my gift So you got to talk to my creator about that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, don't play with me, bro. Stop playing with yourself. Stop playing with your gifts. Stop playing with purpose. Stop playing with God and just give him a yes. Will it be easy? No. Will you mess up sometimes? Yes. Will you be perfect? Of course not. But give God that yes and watch him do what only God can do. You do your part and he'll do his part. You do your part, and gotta do his part. But I love y'all. hope y'all have an awesome week. I hope that y'all took away something from today's episode. Um, I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Tune in to next week's episode because I have some exciting news to share with each of you. So you do not, 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 you do not want to miss it. It's going to be... It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So, um, I will see y'all later. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. Remember, I love y'all. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And the next time the devil tries, you tell him, don't play with me, bro. <laughs> don't play with me because I don't have time. I will dog walk you. Get it? Got it? Good. Love y'all. You have an awesome week.